Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Long Podcast Studio Sessions. I'm your host, Dylan Mark Murphy, and we are almost done with the Red Era. This is like track 15. We've only got five more episodes to go, this one, and then begin again, and through the, the deluxe track. So we're almost done, which is crazy to me. I'm so excited to chat once again with this person that I have forced to be here on numerous occasions. I have held a gun to her head in every circumstance and forced her to be here. Um, totally not optional, 100%. Um, I'm so excited again to chat with Amanda today, who, if you're not familiar with, she was on Cold As You and Come In With The Rain Mm-hmm. and speak now. And yes. I'm surprised I remembered those, but <laughs> I've been here every season and I couldn't ask for a better guest because not only are we friends in real life, but also she's a diehard Swifty and she has lots of thoughts about Taylor Swift songs. And I love to hear her analysis. So I'm so excited. We're talking about starlight today. Um, but before we get into that, Amanda, refresh the viewers or the listeners, I guess, not the viewers, um, on your thoughts. What is your favorite Taylor Swift album? How long have you been a Taylor Swift fan? And just for the fun of it, um, what is your favorite Taylor Swift song? Ooh, so I would say, hello, by the way. <laughs> Are you sick of me yet? Um, <laughs> my favorite Taylor Swift album, it would have to be between um, I'm a Speak Now girly through and through. And Lover, because, like, I don't know, Lover, especially right now. Well, I love Lover, but then I just love Love and, like, Summer and the colors with it. So those two are for sure my top two. Um, been a Swifty since the first time I heard Teardrops on my guitar in the car when I was, like, in second or third grade. I was like, what is this masterpiece of a song and where can I find more? Um, so it's been a long time coming. <laughs> and what was what was the song? The song, right? Yeah. Okay, so I think song-wise, it, like, alternates with my mood. (laughs) Like, I can't have just one. So right now, I think I'm in a transitional moment in my life. So I'm going to say it's time to go. Ooh, okay. That's an interesting. I feel like that one kind of gets, it's very underrated because I think where you left me kind of overshadows it as a bonus Mm -hmm. track. I get what you mean. Yeah. That's good. That's a very transitional yeah. song. Love. <laughs> I'm going to go back. And as we go through these episodes of having Amanda, the reoccurring character mm-hmm. pop up on here, I'm going to go back and look and see if your answers have changed at all. And we'll just see how different. <laughs> are. Like, obviously the first time we recorded was like in January or February when I started to do mm-hmm. day two, and that was like a whole year and a half ago. So it's okay. Yeah. Time flies. Um, oh, yeah. But we are here now. We're talking about Red and we're getting into the more pop songs. So I'm excited to hear Amanda's thoughts on Starlight. And um, we're going to get to know a little bit more about her as if there's anything we don't know yet. Uh, we're <laughs> just going to keep digging in deeper until she runs out of things to tell us. Um, I never will. <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Um, so let's start with I, I less like why is this one of your favorites and maybe even why it is one of your favorites. If you are a diehard Starlight stand because I love giving Amanda the imagery songs. So um, why is this one of your favorite Taylor Swift songs or why do you enjoy the song in general? So I wouldn't say it's necessarily like one of my favorites of all time, but I do think it is underrated. True. And I feel like it's just, it's just a fun song. Mm-hmm. Like it's a fun romantic song where you can just like, I don't know, picture your life with someone. It's just fun. 
Yeah. And I love a fun, a good fun song, especially when you have like a bunch of sad, like depressing songs. It's nice to have like a little fun. So. Right. right. <laughs> like, like Starlight is such a, a standout track on this album. And I've only said that about like three other songs on the album, like 22, which is, you know, pop, mm-hmm. mass, like fun, love, all that jazz. And then the other one being like, um, um, Begin Again is also a good example because it's a happy love song versus yeah. like the chaotic heartbreak sadness that we've got going for, sure. for the rest of the album. Um, so I, I agree. It is such a happy, fun dance song and it's so retail friendly. I've heard this song mm-hmm. played in so many retail stores. So, I mean, good job. <laughs> it's such a weird song to play though, because right? it's not a single and it's such a random choice in general, but go off Taylor Swift with creating starlight, which who's who's the song about yeah it's about um I believe it's about Ethel and Bobby Kennedy which is very interesting because it's in the era where she was like dating a Kennedy and everything and also I think that also drives me to the song because like I have like a really weird fascination with the Kennedys <laughs> I don't know it's just so interesting like the Kennedy curse oh how they're like all like something where like I think um um Ethel yeah Bobby Kennedy Bobby Kennedy he was assassinated mm-hmm. I know and that like like three other Kennedys were and like all like various Kennedys have died like in plane crashes like skis assassinations like it's just so interesting I don't know so I did not know there was a Kennedy curse so that's really interesting (laughs) (laughs) I guess one of the Kennedys got lucky because he dated Taylor Swift which I mean not not the peak time to be dating Taylor Swift because red 1989 is like you know Taylor Swift. <laughs> so everyone hated everyone that was associated with her. So, but I know got a little lucky, but I mean, that's crazy that there's an actual <laughs> Kennedy curse. Yeah. Wild. Um, but that's, and this also, it seems a little more, um, it's interesting because obviously lots of the songs on red are storytelling, but this is like historical kind of like mm-hmm. completely out of context from Taylor Swift. And it's not even about her relationship life any of that job yeah about something completely different which kind of gives me folklore because you know folklore is so fictitious and not about mm-hmm. her and whatnot so it's really interesting she was so ahead of her time maybe it was an easter egg you know she can maybe. What, plan an easter egg eight years in advance with an album she didn't plan on releasing i believe it <laughs> <laughs> that's her um yeah. so uh moving forward do you think that this song makes sense on this album in general um, I, I think it does. Cause even though it's like a retelling of the, like the love story of love story that she made up with like two people, um, and since like red is all about like heartbreak and like getting over it. I feel like it's definitely a song that can be listened to. Like if you're like, I don't know when you see someone for the first time and you're like, Hey, this person's like kind of really hot. I'm going to just start picturing my entire life with them. And then you get little stars in your eyes, starlight looking at them so it's like like you're going again the transition of a breakup you break up you have your ups and your downs and your really highs and your really lows so I feel like if um you're looking at red from the perspective of like a breakup and all the emotions that go with it if it's perfectly for sure and and thinking about it that way this is such a um what's the word I feel like all too well kind of dabbles in it too with like the like you said the seeing someone attractive and picturing Mm -hmm. your entire life with them it's such a 
a hopeless romantic kind of <laughs> yeah. to just like see someone that you think is cute and be like, oh my gosh, we should move to Hawaii, have two kids, settle down and then teach them how to dream. That's a lyric, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, that's so interesting to think about that she, she, um, I'm trying to figure out how to phrase this, but I guess she's got, that's a reoccurring theme in lots of songs from her earlier stuff too. Like Enchanted kind of falls into that realm as well. So interesting Taylor Swift. I didn't think about the themes that kind of connect there because I've always seen this song as just, it's about Bobby Kennedy and our Barbie, (laughs) meeting Barbie on the the boardwalk. Um, (laughs) So I, that's interesting to think about. Um, This one I think has a different, kind of placement versus lots of the songs on red in general because so many mm-hmm. of them are like love song heartbreak song love song heartbreak yeah song. I'm 22 oh I'm heartbroken again um but this <laughs> kind of like sandwiched between everything has changed and begin again and this is also a love song it's a love song put between two love songs which mm-hmm. is different than the rest of the songs on the album at least so I'm wondering if you think does it make sense and does it necessarily have to make sense um, I think it, it kind of makes sense, but I don't think it has to make sense if we're looking at like this entire album of roller coaster emotions. No sense needs to be there. But if you look at it between everything has changed and begin again, I feel like those everything has changed kind of fits into where like I am falling in love with someone like really quickly like after your breakup a little bit and regardless if that relationship is still there you're like ready to put yourself out there again a little bit so then you have starlight you're meeting people you're seeing you're going out again and then like your hopeless romantic self is back you're picturing (laughs) your life with someone and then maybe that didn't work out maybe it did but then you go to begin again and it's starting like again yeah that's a, it's a full, a full circle. I think yeah. Brad is such a full circle album too. Cause I talked about this a lot in the earlier episodes with like state of grace and how mm-hmm. it's a great start to this album. And then if, oh, you, yeah. if you go through all the emotions and then get to begin again, you could literally just start the album over and it's mm-hmm. like an infinite loop. It's like groundhog. <laughs> yeah. Taylor Swift. Um, we love both. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you're right. Like we've said before, it doesn't, it doesn't have to make sense because red is all about the chaos of feeling this and then that, and then this and that and being all over the place. So it's really, it is interesting to think about though, because it has such a specific placement being between two love songs. So mm-hmm. good for you, Taylor Swift. Um, <laughs> so do you think that this song would work well on any other album? I feel like there's almost an obvious answer if you're thinking theme wise, but I'm interested to hear what you have to say. I would just say with folklore just for the storytelling perspective a little bit but I think that's mostly that's like the only thing I could ever possibly see on other than that I think it's place with red is good given like the time frame that she was in who she was dating at the time and even if you look at like the era of like Ethel and Bobby Kennedy and like her clothing styles during that time like she had like kind of like the 50th style like bathing suits and like the hair and the bright red lipstick and the sunglasses like yeah I don't know this like heavily kind of affected her like fashion (laughs) sense and her writing too right clearly I mean I think I agree with the the folklore bet if we kind of took it down made it a little more indie it would totally yeah, fit, yeah. fit the vibe but I feel like it is so specific just because of the Kennedy situation obviously mm-hmm. if you had taken her out of the Kennedy scope and no one knew that she was dating Connor Kennedy whatsoever I feel like this would be a weird song to write 
just a yeah. little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine Taylor Swift just unveiling her obsession with the Kennedys. Yeah. <laughs> Through Starlight, the, the the 15th track on her fourth studio album shows that she has an obsession <laughs> with the Kennedys. I mean, go off Taylor Swift. I respect it. <laughs> yeah, they're an interesting family. Wouldn't blame her. Yeah. <laughs> It's a super valid thing to want to write an entire song about, but that's hilarious. <laughs> um, so um, this song, um, what is your favorite part of this song? I love that you've got so many imagery songs as we've kind of talked about, and mm-hmm. this is no different storytelling wise. So I'm interested to hear what your favorite part is. Say my favorite part would be, it's like Ethel and Bobby Kennedy are talking, oh, wait, yeah, Ethel and Bobby are talking to each other and the line says, he said, look at you worrying so much about things you can't change. You'll spend your whole life singing the blues if you keep thinking this way. So true. So true. Yeah. So true, period. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I feel like the song gets undermined a lot because she's like, oh, Starlight, look how, and it's like kind of really repetitive, but then it has like cute little lines like inserted in there like that and you're like oh wait again mastery of writing right and I feel like this one similar to maybe the other happy songs on this album I mean 22 doesn't count since everyone and their mom knows 22 (laughs) but like the fact that it is a happy love song on what is supposed to be the heartbreak album it's Mm -hmm. like like even treacherous gets like a little bit of hype even though it's kind of the cutesy love song yeah. ballad but it's still like oh I know what I'm doing is wrong this is mm-hmm. gonna end poorly for me kind of thing whereas Starlight is just so happy and fun and upbeat that it's like overlooked and I feel like now that we have the very first night which is super upbeat happy pop and yeah even message in a bottle with all three of the the storytelling elements that these songs have maybe it fits better now but I feel like mm-hmm. at the time it was such a a weird song to just <laughs> hear <laughs> yeah no I've overlooked this song a lot actually like when um Brad first came out I it was always a skip for me mm-hmm. I was like I'm gonna skip it I'm gonna skip it but then as I've gone older I've aged I'm like yeah no this is fun like this song needs a little little um the album needs a little like uppity song yeah, it can't 100% be like those sad breakup songs over and over again. And I think Taylor Swift knew that when she put 22 mm-hmm. on there and we are never, ever getting back together because those are, <laughs> yeah. those are the pop songs and the singles. So those, those were meant to be the songs that everyone loved. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so what would you rate this song on a scale from one to 13? Mm, I'd probably give it around like a nine. Oh, okay. Solid. Yeah. Yeah. A solid, a solid nine, just because I don't know. It's a really, really cute song. I don't necessarily think it like matches up to like her other songs, like heartbreak wise, like mm-hmm. dreamy wise, but it definitely deserves more recognition. And I will stand on that hill to the day I die. <laughs> Rightfully so. Rightfully so. Um, I know I've already <laughs> asked this question before, but I will continue to ask it every time you're on here, just so that everyone can be refreshed is what Taylor Swift songs would you give a 13? Like give us like five Taylor Swift songs you'd give a 13. And then I'm okay. If these answers were different from your previous answer. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, Cruel Summer. Okay, right. Please of course. Uh, okay. Um, the Lakes. I love The Lakes. Obvious. Um, we're going to go with um, Last Kiss. Oh, oh, so good. So good, so good. Mm, and then... Let's see. I'm going to go with Death by a Thousand Cuts. Ooh, that's a lot I, of variety. I love that one. That's a, that's a beautiful song. And then 
I'm going to go with the outside. Oh, okay. That's drastically different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you've got, you've got really drastic heartbreak and then you've got a pop banger, <laughs> yeah. even more drastic heartbreak, but with a pop banger kind of, of like course. side note. And then you've got the <laughs> fourth grade, fifth grade, middle school anthem <laughs> outside. <laughs> That's perfect. I love that. You can't beat that outro. Nothing. No, the outside has a great outro. It's probably, I'm, yeah, I'm not going to give any thoughts because that's not what it's about, but I love it. <laughs> love it. <laughs> that's what matters. Um, so I have a game for us to play Taylor Swift rapid fire. Um, done this for all of the episodes so far. Um, most, this one has a little bit of a, a different thing because debut doesn't have 15 tracks and, mm -hmm. um, What's the other one that doesn't have 15 tracks? No, it's just debut that doesn't have 15 tracks. So we're one song short here. So the last one will be the most difficult round and it'll be two random songs. Okay. 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 So I'm interested to hear what you're going to say. This is very chaotic. So the first round is, oh, and I noticed you have lots of the, that most of these are deluxe tracks because the deluxe versions of the albums are their track 16. So this is untouchable or ours. Ooh, I'm going to go with ours. I love ours. The hopeless romantic is showing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it always is. Always is. Love that. Um, <laughs> this is Starlight or You Are In Love? There's a right Ooh, I'm going to go with You Are In Love. That's the right answer. <laughs> <laughs> I love that song. Um, New Year's Day or Afterglow? New Year's Day. I love New Year's Day. Okay, cute. Um, peace or evermore the song, not the album. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Oh my God. There was a time where I listened to both of those like on repeat and just cried. Oh um, okay. but, uh, yeah, we're good now. Um, <laughs> evermore. No, I'm going to go with evermore. Cause I, that's like my song. That's like my, one of my go-to songs to just like stare at the ceiling. <laughs> and, <laughs> <laughs> rightfully so it's a, it's a, the bridge when their voices are overlapping with each other kind of like um in like the way they did in exile it is so uh, it's so pretty to listen to I I, agree. Uh, I know when I hear that I'm like you know like that meme of Spongebob where he's like transcending like into the air <laughs> that's literally me when I listen to it like every time I lay on my bed and like just start floating <laughs> I love that um uh, this final round I think is the most difficult one and I I will not be offended if you choose the right, the wrong answer. <laughs> um, so this is all too well, 10 minute version or Willow, the dancing witch remix. I'm going to go with all too well, 10 minute version. The right answer was Willow, the dancing witch remix. So <laughs> I decided to end this episode here. Goodbye. <laughs> and you're going to shoot me now. Got it. <laughs> and I will not be coming back in the future. <laughs> kidding. <laughs> Her contract has been ripped up and we will never speak again. Um, no, that's so valid. Um, those were all of my questions regarding Starlight and Taylor Swift. Is there anything else you'd like to say in the name of Red? Anything else you'd like to share about your thoughts on Red in general? Mm, don't sleep on her happy songs. So true. Do not sleep on them. They're great. Don't sleep on the poppy songs. And that might just because I had to admit to myself recently that I'm a pop girly through and through. 
and that is okay i love pot but don't sleep on them because they're still good (laughs) you're right and i'm excited because amanda is doing um new romantics on 1989 so this is a spoiler for that and that is a poppy fun song so i'm excited to hear that and then obviously we'll hear a lot more from amanda in the future as she'll be back for every season um (laughs) she doesn't have a choice um so (laughs) This, this was great. Thank you so much for wanting to do this, obviously, because you never have to. All right, wait, you Thank do. you for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> um, thank you so much to everyone who listened this far, because obviously you never have to. So have a good rest of your day, night, morning, evening, afternoon, whatever it may be. Stay safe, drink water, wash your hands. I'll talk to you in a few days about begin again. And we'll go from there. Uh, adios. <laughs> <laughs>